Hey, my guest this week is Jeremy Schultz. I'm Matthew Price, and this uh, is going to be a very uh, fun episode of Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death. I'm not saying I'm drunk. I'm not saying I'm not drunk. Uh, we're going to watch. Uh, we're we're going to watch. Maybe I am drunk. We're going to talk about Maniac, the 1980 slasher film, and we'll be back in just a minute to do that. As well as always, we have a brand new sponsor. Hey, you you want to see something really scary? You bet. It's Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death with your host, Matthew Price. Another excellent show, another movie that I, I 100% would never have watched if my guest hadn't uh, f- uh, thrust it upon me, as it were. Uh, so I do have a wonderful guest. I have a wonderful, uh, I guess I have a wonderful movie to talk about. I don't know if wonderful is the right word, but I have a movie that we need to talk about. So we're going to get to all of that in just a minute. Now, before I do that, I did want to thank, we do have a brand new sponsor, kind of an amazing sponsor, a sponsor that... Uh, uh, not only scares people in real life, but frequently scares them in dreams enough to make them wake up. And that is Falling, this week's episode, sponsored by Falling. Uh, the feeling of uncontrolled plummeting descent, which uh, is, of course, how you kill someone in a dream, is you don't let them wake up before they hit the ground, right? That, we all know that. That's That's common medical knowledge. I know from going to not medical school, but anyway, uh, so thank you falling for, for sponsoring us. And, uh, thank you to Jeremy Schultz. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. I can talk now you can, you could have yeah. talked anytime, but now it's, it's good. You know, I was just reading up about that sensation of falling. Just that's your brain testing your body to see if you're asleep. There's, some, oh, there's like a, there's a real reason for it. Too weird. I know. You like, mean there's like, no other sensation is like it, it. Is it the brain equivalent of like poking you? Like, I hey, guess. are you up? I don't know. I didn't read that far. <laughs> I read the I read the byline on the science article. I was like, oh, that's neat. Oh my god. Okay, now I have to find that. <laughs> um, I'm surprised our sponsor didn't send that over. Yeah, well, uh, the press kit. It's on its way. I'm sure it's the press kit. The EPK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so thanks. What uh, now? You like I said, this was not a movie that I ever yeah. would have come across. I had to literally ask you, "What is this movie?" When you suggested it. So you, That's what right. movie did you pick? Uh, I picked Maniac, the 1980 version. Yes, because uh, they remade it uh, not too long ago with Elijah Wood. Uh, How faithful. You know, I don't. As a rule, I generally don't get into remakes, but I read a little bit about it. I guess it was like a point of view. Okay, movie because, where you see out of his eyes, so yeah. it's like a gimmicky movie. But I, and, and and because watching this, I feel like it's so. The one word that comes to mind for this movie is grimy. It is so yes. grimy. Oh, you can smell gross the gross and yeah. kind of sweaty and awful. I'm like, why would? How would you remake this now with Elijah Wood? Of all, <laughs> you know, Elijah Wood doesn't smell like a cigarette put out on a pizza, which is no, the that's only right. thing that I could I could taste it when I watched the original. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what? So uh, we'll talk about the movie in a minute. I am always curious about this. So why this movie? What was your experience of it first uh, finding this film? Uh, well, finding it, um, Dave follows from Drake Long, and I had like a standing date every Friday night. We would get together at his place. We'd go to Queen Video, and we'd rent just an old horror movie. Okay. Like, and we we got through their selection of zombie movies real fast. And then we were on to things like Chopping Mall. And I remember it was out for so long and I just wanted to see Chopping Mall. We had it reserved and we could never get it. And then finally, we just, Maniac was, I guess, reissued. So we threw it in 
and we watched it and i and i think in my head when i suggested it to you because i was also on the do-over 1980 do-over and i suggested it as one of the films that should be nominated for an academy award (laughs) and i it must have really affected me at the time just in comparison to all these other things because it was way different from anything we'd seen yeah uh, and it, yeah, it stayed with me. So I was like, well, for this, I was like, oh yeah, Maniac. Yeah, that's that's a movie that you did. This see. movie freak you out? Like, was it that, or is it just that it's so yeah. different? It a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you were talking. I, I listened to the Casey Lyon one that you you did, and you American you, Werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, and you were talking about uh, being a Muskoka. What you were in a a, a camp? You're a camp counselor, or uh, like a. a or maybe maybe a camper, yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, so there's that thing where where you're talking about walking down the road. And no, that was black. I was working at a resort. Oh, a resort. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm in the dark, complete dark. Yeah. Yeah. Windermere House, PK. No, I were it was Foxwood Inn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm from there, so we'd always okay. we'd always yeah. hang Lake out. Like a base. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that sort of thing, like walking through the dark, uh, used to freak me out just as much because i'm afraid of the unknown and then when i lived up there i'd force myself to go on these long nature walks in the middle of the night through like two kilometers of just wooded area and then i got over this fear of the dark so like i I felt robbed there was a whole sensation to me that was just gone all of a sudden so then i see this movie which is sick and twisted and mental yeah and yeah i think you you use that in a tweet you said this movie is sick it is sick it is sick yeah but it's it's it was also like that weird 70s grindhouse sort of, you know, auteur style. Uh, yeah, there's of. definitely, there's a lot of pretension of like how, yeah. and I don't mean that in a bad way, because normally that's a word I used to mean bad, but like there's an awful lot of like, we know this is pretty silly, but we're yeah. trying our best to like <laughs> really elevate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there are moments that are laugh out loud just comical yeah but yeah and not intentionally so yeah so we could spoil this movie and honestly sure. it's not you know the story is kind of a little loose anyway but yeah for the yeah. for the benefit of everybody who uh you know and if you haven't seen it go see the movie first and come back to us but yeah. what is how would you set up what is the story you would tell somebody about what this movie is about okay so there's this guy frank zito and uh he kills people right <laughs> Which is pretty, you could put that on the poster and that would be good enough for most people. And he mostly, mostly kills women, but not always. Most, I, you know, I think he only kills seven people and two are guys. Okay. Uh, but the women he kills are because he's got some He's got shit some, to work out. some issues. Yeah. Uh, with his some mother. Personal stuff yeah. with his mother, yes. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Was, he was abused and you kind of realize, you don't realize it to the end exactly how he was abused, but in the beginning in that first scene after the little jaws tribute where he's on the beach and every every time he does the point of view which is i guess the, the elijah wood was maybe turning off of this off of that yeah yeah it was it, he does these kills and he, and he and you can hear his voiceover just like uh, ooh, yeah. uh, <laughs> through the whole thing it's, it's kind of comical but, <laughs> but but he stalks and kills people on a beach and then he wakes up screaming and he's and he, there's a remorse you feel remorse for this guy. right yeah and so, he then uh takes pieces of them usually their hair he scalps them. Scalps them. Yeah. And takes that home and recreates them on a mannequin. Nails the scalp to a mannequin. And 
either sleeps with that mannequin or sets yeah. it up playhouse style. In Talks his, to it, yeah. In his weird, creepy apartment. Yeah. Uh, that is either in his mother's house or nearby, but... I don't know. I, I, I When I watch it, I get the impression that it's it's a room in a house that is much bigger, but he's confined himself to that space. I yeah. might be wrong on that, but that's yeah. that's just the kind of impression It's not I super get. clear, and I don't, and that's not to diss the movie, but it's no. not super clear, all the details of the guy's life. Like, no, but it is creepy. Lots yeah. of candles. Yeah. Like, he must spend about three hours after scalping his just victims going around and, yeah. and replacing all the ones that burned down. Like, I got to get more candles. Like, that's got to be <laughs> just a whole ordeal for him. He's back at the his whole <laughs> undeleted scenes of him at the candle store. How about these? How long do these burn? Are these good? <laughs> How do these, what's the smell of these mixed with human rotting flesh? Are they I'm good? I'm looking for like a Cinnabon sort of style. <laughs> that does explain a lot about Cinnabon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he, yeah, and it's just like him sort of spiraling more and more compulsive, uh, sort of, he's more and more uh, compelled to do this over yeah. the course of the film, and, which is a pretty similar, like, again, most films about sort of psychos are it's a spiraling thing where they get worse and worse. So this is certainly plays into that a little bit. Yeah. 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 Or we see the worst. I, I kind of got the impression when you launch into it, that this has been going on for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But and uh, he's been, yeah, he's been doing this for a little while. Yeah. And he, and he, so he kills women. Sometimes he stalks them first. Like there's a prostitute that he sort of impersonates a John with. And then see, that's funny that you say that because I'm not entirely sure that he is, consciously aware that he is stalking this woman i think he's going out for a good time and then then the switch flips yeah that's okay. the impression i yeah. got yeah yeah but he killed her yeah he Ooh, sure he real did. killed her good. yeah no and you're probably right and it, it does yeah i mean i think there's there's again it's all kind of hazy in yeah. this film yeah. but he may have a split personality or certainly have like a, a compulsion disorder where he you know has poor impulse control yep and uh and he gets, he's uh, both fascinated and horrified by sex. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, which is tied into, again, like his childhood. And yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like that. And mostly, I think this is a chance for the actor who, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was in The Godfathers. Yeah. And, um, uh, Joe Spinell. Joe Spinell. Thank yeah. you. For, I, you know, Joe Spinell wrote this movie for himself. This is a passion project for him. Is that what this is? Yeah. Okay. He, so. I'm trying to it. I'm trying to square the circle on where the passion is for someone to want to be this on film yeah. more than anything. <laughs> that is a question. I do, but I do think that like it has to play in a lot to like going, man. I wish I could just be nuts, you know? Yeah, like I really want to broaden my chops. Yeah, like, I I don't even know what he played in The Godfather. He's one of the flunkies. Like okay, so yeah, yeah so he didn't have a whole lot of lines. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't able to exercise. But he has those, one uh, of these great '70s faces. He's got a real pockmarked skin, and he's yeah. sort of not very attractive. And yeah, he's got and, the porn stash. And super not vain about it in this movie. The first no. scene is him with his shirt off, and it's not great. And no, you know, no, especially with all the scars. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. And Tom Savini worked on this. Yeah. So and, and he's yeah. in it. And he's in it. Yeah. Because yeah. when he. There's, let Tom me tell Savini's you, in everything. I was going to say, on. there's never a movie that goes by where Savini doesn't go, but I could play. Yeah. I could be, <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> I rigged this effect for this movie, but I got to be it. Yeah. 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 I'm going to blow my head up, but yeah. it's going to be me though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Savini. <laughs> it's, he's such a terrible actor. It's so great. If you ever get a chance to watch Children of the Living Dead, he's in the beginning of that. And <laughs> producer produ Dan my is, producer is shaking his head like don't watch that but it's the same thing with the voiceover because at the beginning he's like he, he's like 
somebody scoping up a zombie and a rifle and you hear this voiceover just oh yeah come on get in there all right okay there you go and and for the first five minutes you're like who is saying that it sounds like popeye is like off screen he's like oh yeah yeah, okay well we'll get the the zombie and you're dead too and it's just why did you need to put that in Tom Savini. Because he said he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, and we exactly. were like, all right, Tom. Yeah. Sure. Can you, I'm trying to imagine like if, um, who's the guy that did uh, the Tarzan apes and he did the werewolf, American werewolf in London effects. He's like oh, the other yeah. big I... makeup guy. Anyway, Horrible I'm trying to imagine, names. I'm trying to imagine that guy's career if he constantly has to be in his own movies. Yeah. Like, oh, there's the ape. That's that guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the next Andy Circus before Andy Circus. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so it's not a super complicated plot, but it... No, I what, feel like we've given it more revenance than, than, probably, the, than yeah. the director did. Yeah, but it definitely what it does have is just a structure where he can serially kill people. Yeah. And they're always funny and kind of weird kills, right? Yeah, and they, like, go on. Like, they're very yeah. simple, but they last uncomfortably long sometimes. Yeah. And, and that's the, I think that's the part that really freaked me out. It's like, this is, like intimate like we're not cutting away from we're not we're not cutting away and we're just gonna let it play out like we're not gonna yeah. there's no flashy edits there's yeah. no well let's we can get to the one in the car because i think that's kind of the most spectacular but really but... oh yeah i like that one but i like the other one the subway too okay yeah so yeah, let's yeah. but why don't we start with he the, the first he's already killed someone he kills the woman on the beach kind of in the preamble yeah and that's a very traditional kind of friday the 13th kind of kill yeah. where it's all POV, and then it happens really fast, and it's kind of over really fast. I go to the credits. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the first one that's really uncomfortable is he goes out looking for a paid date. Yeah. Begins to have sex with this woman, uh, this prostitute, and then mm-hmm. that, like you said, that switch flips. Yeah. And then it's it's very detailed about what he does, right? Like yes. So. Is, is that where you were like, oh, the bottom just fell out of this. This isn't uh, yeah, going to be. This... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's anytime you see someone getting scalped on screen, you're like, well, this is something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's Savini. So it's like, it's a pretty unrealistic, realistic look at what it would look like. Because it's like, it's you could kind of almost viscerally feel the knife go into the scalp and then the blood plurps out. And yeah. Yeah. And then, it, and then the shot lingers there for a while. And I look. I don't look away at anything, but I was like, oh, I can't look at this. Yeah, it makes yeah. your fingers hurt. Or something, yeah, right? yeah, like, my yeah. teeth get itchy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he kills her. He whips a knife out and kills her, right? Does he stab her? No, he or strangles he, her. Or he strangles her. Yeah. Okay, right. And then and then out comes the knife and he takes her scalp. Yeah. Um, and it just never... But even the strangling is really like... It just takes longer than it normally takes. It takes a long yeah. time. And immediately after, he's just like, well, why'd you make me do that? And But he also goes and throws up. Yeah, like right yeah. after. So back so to that, like, is this a split personality? Is he, yeah, not in control of his own thoughts? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's constantly talking to himself. He is. Con- well, thank goodness. <laughs> Somebody's got to tell us what's going on. <laughs> but also, like in the mirror, you know. And that's the other thing. So the movie starts, and he shows, like you said, he shows the crazy scars he's got. Yeah. Do we know? We just assume that's no. That's like a big reveal later on. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll jump ahead then for for just for that little reveal because then he's talking to this doll that he has, yeah, and he and he's telling the doll like you got to be good or else mommy's gonna you know mommy has to hurt you and then he puts the cigarette out on the doll like in the same spot where he has his right, scars, right? So then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, still makes That's... no sense, but 
<laughs> it's a trigger for it's an abuse trigger. Yeah. 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 So where are we? He's scalping a lady. Yeah. Walking around Times Square. Walking around Times Square. In 1980. Yeah. Which is its own kind of special pleasure. Yeah, isn't it? Right. Like, nice to see that yeah. sort of thing on yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the biggest, I think, like sort of fun of this movie is I think the only other one that I would compare it to is kind of like the silent partner, like seeing a city before what we're used to seeing it now is, there is no cool. Disney store right. nearby. There's, no. Yeah. And if there is, they sell very different merchandise. Very it's very different. different. <laughs> Still worth a visit. Yeah. Three stars sure. on Yelp. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he comes home with a mannequin wrapped in a garbage bag. And I think the, like one of the only time he ever actually interacts with somebody uh, like in a normal fashion is she's like Christmas shopping Mr. Zito he's like yep yeah I know the yeah. big mannequin and garbage bags going into his yeah. he just assumes it's a tree it's a tree or something <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> is it even anywhere near Christmas no <laughs> yeah well there's no snow <laughs> yeah well, let's not think about it yeah then so yeah he kills her takes her scalp and then is the next scene the scene in the car with the the couple kind of remote yeah, no, he's watched. Yeah, I think that is the next scene. Yeah. Where he's, so that is the one that I think is like, for me, that's the, the that's, piece I remember the most vividly. The sort of the highlight is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a funny, nasty scene to begin with. Yeah. That he then shows up in. And it yeah. sort of reminds me a lot of some of the ways that uh, um, I, I doubt this is intentional, but it reminds me a lot of some of the, the car scenes in Zodiac like yeah. the sense of like not being able to see outside the car and the person just kind of looming up appearing yeah you know yeah yeah that's so that scene is it's a a, a, a man who, uh, with a woman who is not his girlfriend because she's got a boyfriend that she keeps saying she has to go back to right but they're fooling around in the car right and the guy is tom savini and he's pushing <laughs> oh he's pushing he's pushing hard yeah. it's it's not comfortable what he's doing with her right? no so and it's a big enough car that he's like let's get into the back seat and they can fool around in the back i drive a versa there's <laughs> I, there's no way i'm like how big were these cars back then yeah no it's a big They're it's a proper there. 70s gas guzzler yes yeah he's driving a car and it's the kind of big sedan that has the headlight covers yes. which is always a fun thing to watch when the headlight covers come up like, yeah they need to bring those back yeah, I feel like they're not the best for wind resistance, but no, you know. of course not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're fooling around, and then she sees somebody, she like sees watching Frank, them. Yeah. watching them, but like really close. Yeah, he's like his, his face is pressed up against the glass, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so and how did he get there? Did he follow them? Yeah, he drove, didn't he? He drove. He was at the gas station, and he saw them, and then he follows them. Yeah, like, he saw them the outside station. of a club. Yeah, and they're like underneath like uh, one of the bridges. Yeah. 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 It was really any Annie Hall moment. And is he, yeah. And is he just it's not compelled. He's just kind of like wandering around looking for stuff to look at, right? Well, no, because he packs his gun before he goes out. <laughs> so he he kinda had an idea where the evening might go. Yeah, but then but no, I guess what I mean is like it's never clear how conscious what he's doing is. Like okay, he does take the gun, but it's not like I never get the sense he's like tonight I'm going hunting. You yeah, know, like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that he he takes things, but he's not really he's got no plan. No, right? He just kind of just kind of finds himself in situations <laughs> and then is like doing bad, terrible stuff, and then afterwards is like, oh, that was why did I do that? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> why'd you make me <laughs> like a sick, twisted leaf in the wind? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. 
And he, and he, there's a great shot of him. He stands up on the, once they realize what he's there for, he stands up on the hood of the car and starts firing. Jumps up on the hood jumps of the up, car. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and which again is Tom Savini doing that stunt. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Tom Savini wrote it in. It's just like, okay, I'm going to blow this. Actually blows the, 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 the guy's head off. Right. But Tom Savini's like, listen, we got one shot at this because it's 1979 and I've only rigged one head full of food and goop. To, yep. to blow up and explosives, so, yeah. And I'm gonna shoot it with a real gun, and he shoots it with a real gun with real bullets in it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then real I heard a story taker. that apparently after that they literally had to drive away really fast because they, the not cops only, were coming. Not only did they have to do that, it was like one of his favorite dummies too that he'd used like for a long time. So I guess they he threw it into a buddy's trunk. He got away. Uh, they all take off. And then to dispose of the dummy, they left it in the trunk of the car and pushed the car into the East River. I don't Whoa. know if that's true or not, what? but that's what I read. I'm like, that <laughs> seems like something Tom Savini would be like. Yeah, we no, we got to do this right. <laughs> Mob style. Yeah. So that means somewhere, like, somebody's going to pull this thing up and be like, what? Oh, it's fake. Why? Why? What? <laughs> Some future detective exactly. is going to be, like, really pissed off. <laughs> We've been working on this for months. Savini. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, blows this guy's head off. And that is, yeah, that's a really good scene. Yeah. It's lit only with a car's headlights, like in real life. Like, that's how they lit it. And, yeah, that that image stays with me. Yeah. And then you mentioned the one that comes right after that. So. Okay. So. Kind of the last big set piece of the the, thing. uh, I'd say second last big because there's that other kill in the apartment okay yeah, yeah yeah but this one is he's stalking a nurse through a subway station and in typical movie style the train is there at the station but she can't get the doors open then it takes off and then right. it, there's nobody else around and all the gates are closed and i have you ever had that trouble on the subway have you ever run through a subway station where Never. everything's locking you in no yeah it's <laughs> terrifying to watch <laughs> And actually, I do believe it about the New York subway system, especially then, because uh, yeah. it's it's a labyrinthine. I've been in stations in New York where I'm like, I don't understand how to get out of here or how to get where I'm going. I, wow. It's, and it's all wide open, but it's so big and long. And you're like, I, none of these stairwells make sense. Like, it, I do know that <laughs> feeling of like, well, what do I do Well, they captured it well. Yeah, yeah. 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 The whole thing feels like it was shot like while they are running away from the authority like they yeah i think they feel like there's a lot of permits on this no i think that was one of the things why they had to like dump the dummy in the trunk and get out of there is because they didn't have any permits it was shot pretty gorilla style yeah yeah Yeah. and it's not like i guess it's like other 70s slasher films but kind of not really i don't know what would you compare it it to i don't know i'm just trying to think like i think it probably got lumped in with halloween and these kinds of but it's not like them really no, it's, because there's no real big supernatural element to it. No, there's none. And it's, yeah. it fe- it's, a, it's a lot more like, I guess it's a lot more like, well, what if Taxi Driver was stabby? Yeah. You know? yeah that's, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't, didn't talk so good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, they're trying to, I think it's almost undercutting itself because they're trying to make these sort of serious points about the guy's character and like create this like dynamically interesting yeah. Weirdly layered person at the center of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the kills are pretty broad. So they are. So it's it's got a 
it's got a kind of an odd feel. Like, again, I don't think there's much after it that's a lot like it either. No, no, definitely. I can't think of anything that really falls into that genre of yeah. just like, yeah, text driver, but stabby. Yeah, I get, I mean, the only movie that really comes to mind is Henry. Yeah, okay. Which, which you know, feels like probably a more sophisticated yeah, uh, I could version see this, of it. Uh, but there is a similarity being, uh, there with Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In that sense of like, no, we're going to treat it like he's a real person. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't know why he's doing these things. Yeah. Right? And he's, but he's going to do them. He's going to do them. He's compelled. Yeah. 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 So that scene in the subway when he, he finally corners the woman and just walks away, like that's, boof. <laughs> that, like you, I was watching it the other night, just like, oh, I'm tense and it's night and there's nobody else around. <laughs> and then, of course, comes back and stabs her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, when never, never wash your face. If you are just if you are just in immediate danger or you feel you're in immediate danger, never wash your face and then look up into the mirror in front of you because no. there's gonna be something behind. Absolutely. You. Also, never open the fridge and put your head down into it. No, <laughs> bad idea. All bad ideas. I've never done that in real life. Anyways. No, I don't. They always do it in movies. Open the fridge, just stick their head right in the fridge. <laughs> but the important thing is, if it's not a horror scenario. If you ever do wash your face, hmm. take a minute to stare at yourself and really take stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh a little bit like, oh, yeah. wow, I'm so silly. <laughs> yeah. Whew, where are you going? <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I actually made a movie like that when I was in film school. <laughs> And I made a friend do it, and he's like, this is so cliche corny. I'm not talking to myself in the mirror. I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's never done in it's real life. It's never done. So. It's never done. Yeah. But you have to do it. You almost it, are compelled. You know, it, yeah. Water on your face means time to think about yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. And then it winds up. He, uh, he kills her in the subway, and then... Kills her in the subway. But he also, around this time, develops a relationship with a photographer... He yep. takes his picture in the park, and then he, he sees her take the picture, and he kind of does the whole, like, walks over to her camera bag, does that whole, my shoelace is untied, and then gets her address from the, 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 right. on, the on the another good movie trope. Uh, gets her address from Well, he didn't have time to bump into her and have everything fall on the ground and then help her pick it up. Oh, that's true. So, cause, so he did this instead. Save that yeah. for the sequel. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, then, and then just shows up at her, at her house... As she's developing and, photos. And she's, re, she's into him. She's very welcoming to a guy who's like, oh, yeah, you took my picture in the park? Like, not just like, and this is how I tracked you down. It's just like, oh, yes, I did. Yeah. Come she's, in. She's, she's into him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She considers him to be a catch. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the weird part about this, this thing is he cleans himself up. He dresses up. Yeah. He's a total, and you kind of, at that point, I'm like, well, who am I really looking at? Who's the real guy? He says he's an artist. We haven't seen much art, but we've seen a lot of crazy. Well, I always assume he means the mannequins. Yeah. yeah like I guess the, so. that he is an yeah. artist in his mind. Yeah. That he's channeling whatever his demons are into what he thinks of as art. Yeah. Or, or maybe, maybe he also is. Like maybe he does other things. Yeah. Maybe he branches out. Maybe. <laughs> but he seems like more like a working class blue collar dude who he like. He does. Like, but then he's wearing an ascot. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Blue collar people can't wear ascots. No. No, so you never pull it off. Where are you going to pull it off? 
but I do like the idea now this makes me laugh is I like the idea of someone who like thinks they're an artist their whole life and they're, they're something horrific <laughs> and then they you know they get a gallery show sight unseen <laughs> people come in they're like oh this is just people on hooks right <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were not prepared for this at all. I, is this what you meant? Oh. I mean, I like that there's these little cheese cubes, but I, I don't know. Like, this is... I don't know. I feel like I've been to shows that have been like that. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Performance art for sure. Yeah. 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 He gets involved with her. It seems like things are going... Swimmingly. Yeah. And it's... Uh, what's her name? Carol Monroe? No. Carolyn Monroe? Something. She was in Star Crash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's And she's like she's classy. Yeah, she's classy. She's like a regular person. I think she was the producer's girlfriend at the time. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's how they got her. Okay. So yeah, but no, she's a regular. She's 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 got a good job. She's uh hangs out with models and highfalutin New York. Right, and he's types. happy to join into whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Upper East Side sort of everybody's hanging out in the living room and we're just taking pictures. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Frank comes in and gives her a bear, a stuffed bear, which is, is that something they did in the 80s? Did, I guess. Like second date, here's your giant stuffed bear. I feel like I at one point gave my gave my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, a stuffed animal, maybe. Yeah? Maybe. All right. Or maybe a mug full of jelly beans, something along those lines, something See, juvenile. and Yeah. 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 <laughs> It could but, be. But you're not a serial killer. No, that's true. <laughs> well, yet. I mean, give me some time. I, you know. Work up to I'm it. only in my 40s. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We'll work on that after the show. All right. But uh, he then uses his connection with her to track down another model and, and, and kill her. And again, not really clear on why that person is the targeted person. No. Right? We're, we're, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. And I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing in the movie, like in the sense of like, stop trying to figure out why he does this. It's not actually the part that's interesting. Yeah. You know, you know? that never even crossed my mind when I was watching it. That actual, that whole aspect of like, why her? Why any of them? Yeah. Why any of them? Why any of them? It, it doesn't matter. That's not really the point of it, right? The people on the beach I can see because... Come on, man. What are you doing? Camping out on the beach. You're just asking for you it. dicks. Yeah. Like, it's cold. It's sandy. It's night. Yeah, you're going to get murdered. It's probably New Jersey, too. It's like, come on. I like I like that your rationale, like if it ever goes to court, we're like, it was cold and sandy at night. Oh, yeah. case closed. You're okay. What are they doing? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, but in general, I think it feels, it's not random, but it feels like you can't understand his motivations for choosing, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's actually part of the part of the scary thing, too. It's like, yeah. it could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, so he so he finds that model. We don't know why he fixates on her, but he does. Mm. Goes after her. Goes after her, and she draws her, she goes home, draws herself a nice bath. Always. Yeah. Gets in, and you're like, ooh, this is it. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Gets out of the bath, walks down the hallway, and then gets jumped. Yeah. 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 And then, like, uh, like I wouldn't say tortured, but, like, there's a little bit of a conversation where she's tied up, and he's just like, I'm not going to hurt you. But he does not uh, follow through on that promise. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, her. I love him saying, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. That's, nobody should believe any of that at that point. No, no, no. And that, that, that actually, that scene is, is a, it, ugh. Like that's when you talk about this movie sick, I'm like, 
yeah that's actually sick that's that's where it, that's where i kind of lo- lost a lot of compassion for yeah. this character what is it, the what whole he's going thing, through the whole thing definitely has like you said grindhouse earlier and i think there is a sense of like that the fun of it is being in a crowd and seeing this sick stuff and being able to kind of yeah um vicariously get through the the you know experience oh, gross. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. like that there's a lot of that and it's a gleeful yeah. kind of gross yeah. you know <laughs> i feel like there's a certain amount of like uh joy in how gross it is yeah i think they had fun you know? making like it. I, they must have been laughing going <laughs> yeah. like oh he's gonna totally this will be great look at this gag i made for this makeup thing and you know yeah 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 this yeah probably developed a few little uh didn't Savini actually develop like the pump that goes in the knife that pumps the blood as you pretend to cut or something like that? Maybe. Yeah. If he did, no, because I feel like that's Giallo stuff from the seventies. Like, oh, okay. It must be somebody in Italy that did that because oh, yeah. the razors <laughs> probably going across like in all the like in um, uh, flies on gray velvet. And, like, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's there's some of that going on. I think yeah. that honestly, I feel like that goes back to like stage magic. Yeah, probably. Like, like I'm sure there were those ga- those gimmicks of the pumps and the blood for for on stage for magicians and stuff yeah talk about your gleeful splatter yeah or like or not so much magicians but like like there's like like sweeney todd which is like a more modern musical but Mm -hmm. like there's there's an actual stage play probably from like the 1890s of like sweeney todd like like some of that yeah i think there's some victorian horror stuff that probably Uh. had some effects in it maybe not that exact effect but it's not new to stage to have like people being murdered and like trying to you know, kind of get the audience with gore and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I am very under undereducated on Sweeney Todd. I think the most of it, it came from that Simpsons episode. Oh, you should learn school. more. It's yeah. yeah, such a good story. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. Put that in my uh, back pocket. <laughs> uh, so where are we in this friggin' So we're movie? nearly ending on this yeah, movie. Like, almost. Like he kills the model. He kills yep. the model. Yeah. Uh, they, his, the, the photographer friend gets over it, I feel, very quickly. Just like, oh, it wasn't that horrible. <laughs> and, and then they're going out to... He's, he asks her out for a date. They're going to yep. go see a dinner and a movie or something like that. But he's got to stop at his mom's grave first. <laughs> <laughs> now, I asked you about the bear. Yeah. When you were dating your wife, yeah. did you ever stop off at any grave sites on the way to a, a, you know, a romantic... So, no, I think the closest we got is that on a trip to Scotland, we went to visit Rob Roy's grave. Okay. That's about it. Yeah. Not so much grave visiting going on. Yeah. You know? uh, the, I think yeah. we saw where William Wallace was buried. That's about it. <laughs> Braveheart and Rob Roy. That's, that's the most graves we saw. Well, and you didn't go crazy and then start like trying to strangle anybody when you got there, right? Because that's what happened here. <laughs> no. it's scotland yeah that's true no one really noticed they're all so depressed they just look down uh yeah no i didn't so yeah he goes he goes crazy oh nuts yeah 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 and but but what he does it almost feels muted like he's trying to, to to like strangle her or something but it feels like he's not giving it his all i don't know did you get that i just felt like he felt like a muppet in that scene just, okay yeah, yeah i see just what kind you're of flopping around yeah yeah and she wings him with a shovel cuts his arm and then he sh- she runs off and he goes back to his place and has a little dream sequence yeah. <laughs> the end, the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well 
not quite the end because he has his dream sequence where the mannequins come to life and right. murder him. Right. Uh, which get, which I, get their revenge. Yeah, yeah, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then, then it cuts to like a speeding detective car going through the streets, not really kind of like making a lot of left turns, then kind of coming right back to where they started almost. And sirens going, and then they burst into the, the, the Frank's apartment. And uh, they look down, they see him, and they have their drums, guns drawn. Like Bill's kind of like, oh, yeah. And we're like, what? What? How do we get here? And the other guy taps the other guy with his gun, as all detectives do when they're drawn. And they kind of just nod and leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the end. Well, yeah. no, and then Frank opens his eyes, because why wouldn't he? Yeah. 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 And then we're right back where we started. Right back where we started. So, yeah, it's a, it's a roller coaster that goes all in a straight line. Yes. <laughs> Not so much sudden drops as uh, there's like a sign that says there's a drop. And yep. then, yeah. And then yeah. you just kind of keep going. But yeah, it is easily the grimiest, grossest, hot, kind of sweaty New York. Yeah. Awful. In like, all the films that you've seen for this series, would you say this is the grimiest? It's the most grindhouse film that I've seen for sure. Oh, cool. It's the movie that, you know how sometimes when it's really hot out, if you take your fingernails and run them along your skin, they you come up little, black yeah. from just like the dead layer of skin. That's yeah. what this movie feels like. Yeah, and it takes a while to wash, wash off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> so you're on, welcome. On feel, oh, yeah, thank you. So on feel alone, I think I'm really glad I saw it. Yeah. It's definitely not a movie I would put up there for lasting. Academy Award. <laughs> or the Academy Award. Which award did you think it should win? Best picture. Okay. Yeah. You got... <laughs> it must have really hit me at a weird time in my life for, for it to just resonate. Yeah. I've only seen it twice. Once then and once a week ago. Okay. And, and when second... you saw it a week ago, were you like, wait a minute? I was like, oh, I got to... I hope Jamie puts a disclaimer on that episode because that's... I do not think this should win <laughs> too much of anything right now. Although, here's a funny story. Yeah. Uh, producer Dan will probably know who I'm talking about. Michael Cimbello. Okay. So, yes, we should talk about this because it's yes. on the disc. Is it they on address the disc? It. He goes to interview Michael Cimbello and uh, the other writer of Maniac. That is crazy. The director interviews them in a special feature on the disc, which I have watched, where he basically says, what is the story? Did you write this this song, Maniac, for the movie? Yeah, and he did. No, apparently not. Well, really? Because no. there's conflicting information yeah. out there. So they say that he didn't, but that maybe he had seen the movie and was sort of like vaguely influenced by it. I could see how he was influenced by yeah. it and how the original... Because if you actually listen to the words to Maniac, they do not seem like they belong in Flashdance. No, there's a lot of talk about knives and crazy and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I could... Because he's... The story I read was that he's a little bitter that he didn't win the Academy Award for Best Original Song because they found out that it was written, it wasn't an original song for the movie. Right, because he had written it a year or two earlier and then but yeah, yeah, yeah. used it. Yeah. And so gave it to It him was kind of an that. accident that I actually even got, it got submitted, his wife put it on a cassette tape that they sent to Paramount right. and then got used on the movie Flashdance. And is easily his most successful song, so... Oh, yeah. That yeah. song went nuts. Yeah. We could go down the street today and find somebody working out to this, to yeah. Maniac from Flashdance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, 
<laughs> yeah, so I that's mean, the best it totally reason. beats uh, the what is it? Uh, Rocket till you drop from Monster Squad. It, it's a higher caliber. I enjoy Rocket till you drop more, but it's got wider appeal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and that's the best reason for people to check out. I got to watch the 30th anniversary uh, Blue Underground edition of this. Oh, really? Disc, which is sitting over there. Dan's waving it at you. Oh my god! And uh, and that is on there. That interview with. Uh, Simbello and I cannot remember his his uh, partner's name and and uh, and the director of of Maniac. Wow! And it's pretty. It's just odd that like that's part of it. Like they fully acknowledge that there's some connection there, right? There's got to be some yeah. connection. Yeah. Yeah. Got so it. yeah, that's that's where you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like what the article I read said like the placeholder lyrics were, "He's a maniac, a maniac. That's for sure. He'll kill your cat and nail it to the door." Right. So try listening to maniac now without hearing that because i can't <laughs> yeah i think the story was he just wrote down a bunch of these couplets of like whatever he could think of that was sick and that that one's one of them yeah so, yeah, yeah 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 interesting and i think like when you assigned the movie to me i i had that song in my head immediately as soon as you oh, assigned really? it it's impossible not to hear the word maniac and think of that song it's true you can't you can't help it right <laughs> um so yeah that's Anything else you want to talk about? Anything we missed? You know, there's not actually a whole lot to talk about with this movie. We've pulled so much out of it that I don't think it was intended to be We've done a great there. job. Yeah, you and I are great. Yeah, we... If only other people knew it. I yeah. Well, this is what this is about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So Get listen, the thank, there. thank you to those of you that think we're at least good enough to listen to. We really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find both of us mm-hmm. on our respective shows on ModernSuperior.com. Your show is... Drink Along with Dave and Jeremy. Which is a great show, a great oh, idea for a much. show. Yeah. Talking about booze and its many wonderful forms. Yes. Uh, beer, mostly. Mostly beer. Yeah. Uh, but other things too, sometimes. Right? Sometimes. Uh, yeah. you, when you were on, we did whiskey, right? think so yeah 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 and i think he did i think he did something hard with uh my other partner matt brown uh no we made our own beer and made him drink it. oh that's what it is yeah but he came back from that show drunker than he's ever been in his life he yeah. was dangerously drunk i think yeah i feel he missed like a screening because of that like, and he also doesn't remember half of the show he did i know so well, which you is know great uh, he's in good company because neither do i until i edit it Oh, good. Okay. So that show is on modernsuperior.com. Our show is on modernsuperior.com. Presumably that's how you found us today. When you go to Modern Superior, please click that Patreon button. Help us out. We really appreciate it. It really makes doing these shows a lot easier. And also, uh, you know, we give uh, exclusive content there and most of the shows do. And it's a really great way to interact with us. Um, Please find us on iTunes, review us there, always helpful as well. And as always, thank you for downloading and listening. We will be back with another great show. Um, We love doing this, and we love that you like listening to it. This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. 